the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is AM 1280, The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstrup. The Navy's newest aircraft carrier is officially commissioned. During the ceremony earlier today, President Trump says the USS Gerald R. Ford shows America's might. The commissioning of this new American carrier marks the renewal of our commitment to a future of American greatness. The 100,000-ton, $13 billion carrier named for the 38th president won't be ready for deployment, though, for at least four years as it has to go through rigorous testing and debugging. The nominee to head the FBI is one step closer to taking his seat at the helm of the agency. The full Senate expected to approve Christopher Wray's nomination as soon as next week. Wray was nominated to take and replace former FBI Director James Comey. And a crews of experts are in the Greek island of Kos, surveying damage after 6.5 earthquake earlier this week. This is SRN News. We know what elected Donald Trump to the White House. He understood how to bring jobs back to America. And we will celebrate this effort on Tuesday, July 25th, when we broadcast live from the White House in our first ever Made in America tour, beginning with Hugh Hewitt in the morning, live from the White House, exclusively right here, AM 1280, The Patriot. The Made in America tour broadcast is brought to you by Like It Matters Radio, heard 9 a.m. daily on Wellness 1570, Like It the headliner Mitch Berg continues next with the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Always tune into Brad Carlson every Sunday at 2 p.m. He's the closer, and for the best economic insight, it is the King Banyan Show. He's over on Business 1440 Saturday and Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. From the Benjamin Franklin Plumbing Weather Center, a quick look at your forecast. Upper 80s today, very steamy out there, a slight chance of a shower this afternoon. For Sunday, mostly sun and highs right around 80, both Sunday and Monday. This hour of the Northern Alliance Radio Network is brought to you by Thompson Building and Remodeling. With over 30 years of experience in home repair and remodeling, Thompson Building and Remodeling can ensure you of a quality job done right. From expert roofing, siding, and window installation to full additions and more. To see their work, visit online at thompsonpros.com. Thompson supports the Northern Alliance Radio Network to bring Patriot listeners a local voice in local and national politics. The Northern Alliance is on. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot, the show that says send us your tired, huddled masses yearning to see red. My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. We've been doing it for 15 years now. Uh, 
mostly politics, but also history, current events, our, our 100th anniversary of World War I events series uh, written by First Ringer, mostly First Ringer these days, and I, uh, continues apace because, of course, there's events coming up from 100 years ago every week here these days, so we're, we're on that. Uh, and music, current events, pop culture, whatever you want to talk about. That's what's on my blog, shotinthedark.info. Of course, this show, uh, the Northern Alliance Radio Network Headliner Edition, on the air every Saturday afternoon since uh, 2004, uh, which means we're going on 14 years of dominating Twin Cities weekend radio. Spring, summer, fall, doesn't matter. We dominate them all. My name is Brad, my, I told you that part. Uh, Brad Carlson, of course, back tomorrow, 2 to 3. King Banyan every Saturday morning, 9 to 11, on our sister station, AM 1570, The Businessman. Uh, not much I like uh, more than, than kicking back the lake, reading a good bit of military history. And, of course, uh, we are blessed with an amazing amount of military history all around us, from the story of the first Minnesota to the uh, various various stories coming out of both world wars, including... The one that's fascinated for me, me for years, the story of a, a battalion of infantry raised in Minnesota, the Dakotas, the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, northern Wisconsin, of Norwegian-speaking lads, uh, along with Norwegians stranded in the United States by the German invasion, uh, and trained to go back to Norway, infiltrate the country, and basically get ready for an invasion of Norway back during World War II. It sounds like a, a miniseries that that would stretch the imagination. It was, in fact, fact. And with us to talk about an event coming up in a couple of weeks to commemorate that unit, the 99th Independent Infantry Battalion, uh, coming back yeah, for his second appearance on the show, Colonel Eric Kurska joins us. Colonel, welcome back. Hi, Mitch. Thanks for having me. Great to, great to have you here. So I, I tell you, ever since you and I started talking about the upcoming event at uh, it, uh, at Camp Ripley on August 12th, I have been digging in even harder on the research uh, on the 99th and the history and the, the story they had. And it just gets more and more interesting as we go. You've been, oh, you've been doing this for quite some time. How long have you been involved in the 99th uh, uh, Association, Colonel Kershka? Well, since uh, since a kid, as long as I can remember, I'd go to reunions with my grandfather. My grandfather was a platoon sergeant with Company C, so I grew up around 99ers and their families. And uh, now they're only now they're mostly gone. It's the kids and the grandkids that are carrying on the, to keep to keep the memory alive and tell the story of essentially what what is our the very first special forces that the U.S. military ever had was the 99th Infantry Battalion, separate. That's right. Very, very true. Now, this is an interesting question because, of course, the, the greatest generation, the World War II generation, like a lot of veterans of combat, was very reticent about talking about uh, their time in action, like most veterans. And, of course, being good Scandinavians, they are born reticent and stoic and not especially talkative. Are, these, are you finding that some of the veterans who are still with us are becoming more talkative about, about what they went through during the war? I think that's true. I, I'm not sure if it's, it's uh, you know, the old age or, or it's just a sign of the times where people asking more questions. Uh, military service is becoming, seems to be more, um, people are more proud of it. People are more not proud of it. People are, it's more it's more in the public eye, I guess. But uh, they certainly talked more as they got older, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, you are, so we're, we're talking about an event coming up on August 12th at Camp Ripley. Uh, a, a event commemorating the the 99th Infantry Battalion separate. 
Uh, Colonel Kresge, you're involved in organizing this event. I am looking forward to getting there. I, I saw the notice about buying tickets. I'm going to make sure that's done this week here. Uh, tell us a little bit about the event. What uh, what's, what's coming up? Well, what's going to happen is we're partnering with the Minnesota National Guard, the Minnesota Military Museum at Camp Ripley. We're partnering with them to to commemorate the 75th anniversary of the mobilization of the 99th at Camp Ripley. And that's a big mouthful, but but what's unique about that is there was only one U.S. unit that was mobilized for World War II at Camp Ripley, and it happened to be the 99th. And uh, so we're, we're doing it the month, the 75th anniversary of the month they mobilized at Camp Ripley to come together as a unit, start their training, and then they eventually head overseas, you know, via Colorado. Uh, in Scotland before arriving in France and uh, right after D-Day, D-Day plus 10. The, so 1 to 4 p.m. in the afternoon at the museum, beautiful camp Ripley. they got a nice museum. If you haven't been there, it's worth a trip. Uh, open the public 1 to 4 in the afternoon. We'll have uh, some military actors with the weapons, equipment, uniform, etc. Uh, we'll be there 1 to 4, plus uh, some Viking living history uh, and then the museum itself. We'll have uh, ancestors of 99ers with uh, photographs and memorabilia. We've got some books to sell if we can, some DVDs. We've got a great movie, a documentary that was made about the 99ers. It's a fantastic presentation. We'll have those for sale. Yes. So that's 1 to 4 in the afternoon. And then uh, 6 to 10, hangar here at Camp Ripley. Uh, we'll have a dinner and a presentation and a uh, and a dance, a swing dance. Actually, this, the, the Red Rock Swing Band from Minnesota, they're going to be playing in the afternoon at the museum and then in the evening also um, at the, at the, after the dinner. So they're a great, great band. Excellent. As, any idea how, what the turnout's looking like so far? I mean, this sounds like it'd be a fa- I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to being there myself here. So any idea how many uh, tickets you've sold for this thing so far? Well, I think we're going to be pushing 100 for sure, if not, if not more. I don't know for a fact yet. The numbers are still being tallied. Um, mostly family members. But uh, we're hoping to attract, we're hoping to attract, you know, basically two different groups, you know, the, the public in the afternoon. The public's welcome to our dinner and our dance also. Um, in fact, after the dinner, you know, around 7.30, o'clock, if the public just wants to come and, and do some 1940s dancing, they're welcome to come through the door after our dinner. Um, we just asked for a donation at that time, but there wouldn't be a ticket for that. So you got family members mostly that will be attending the dinner. I hope it is in the public, but the majority are going to be family members. Um, and then it's open to public, so we're hoping to get a big crowd at the museum um, from from all over Minnesota just to see the history and uh, commemorate the 99th. Absolutely. Well, I'm I'm absolutely planning on being there. It's looking like a lot of fun. Do you, do you have uh, a, a very interesting afternoon as well as, well as fun? Uh, any actual uh, veterans of the 99th planning on being there that we know of so far? Uh, unfortunately, not. Unfortunately, uh, I don't think. Uh, well, let me rephrase that. We think we think there's a potential for one. Okay, but uh, we're still trying to make that that work. As you know, they're getting they're getting way up there in years. Yeah, I can't and, can't uh, fault you, them for not wanting to travel all around that age. You can travel like that anymore. They're getting up there. You know, seventy five years uh, seventy five years is a long time, and that you know they were at least eighteen at that time. So yeah, they're getting up there. Yeah, it uh, it does, does pass. I had my own little reminder about this this past week. I, I ghost wrote a book of World War II memoirs for a guy who'd been in the eighty third Infantry. Uh, this is I ghost wrote it twenty years ago. It got a review from Stephen Ambrose, which helped it get published and uh, published back in two thousand, which was a big event for me. And he, 
uh, who was a platoon leader in, in his day, uh, passed away this past week. So, yeah, the greatest generation is leaving us, uh, leaving us in a big hurry. So that's yeah. one, of the, one of the reasons why this, events like this are so important and so vital and so, and, and so important to, to tell people, which is why we're having you back here, Colonel Kirsch, because this is, is, this is going to be an interesting event, and I hope we, we can uh, draw some people up there. Well, it's a lot. It's a, it's regional history, Minnesota history. I mean, these are the these were people all around us, just regular regular people that uh, answered the call, and uh, and changed history. Well, that's the country. part. That's the part about the 99th that fascinates me is what you have here is a, a call going out to basically just a bunch of regular schnooks who are in good physical condition, who are, whose one real quality, you know, extraordinary capability is, is the ability to speak Norwegian fairly fluently with a, with the right accent, I should say, not without an accent, but with the right one. And, uh, and, and bundling up in a uniform, teach how to be a soldier. And, and with the idea of basically doing the jobs that the green berets do today, that's, that's the part that strikes me as amazing. It's just these, this, this fairly mundane sounding call to do a, a fairly extraordinary mission. That's the kind of thing I, I don't see the military doing these days. Is it, Colonel? Well, I, I, I think it still goes on. Uh, this was, those were unique times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this was a, this was a unique outfit probably because they shared a common background. Um, they shared a common background and and, uh, and were able to come together as a tight knit unit that did some amazing things together. Absolutely, and the story of what they actually did, even though their primary mission never happened, they didn't wind up infiltrating Norway. Uh, the actual mission they did carry out, the actual uh, campaigns they fought in 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 continental Europe during the war were no less extraordinary than the uh, the mission they were actually barely less extraordinary than the one they originally called upon to do and that was uh, some amazing stuff we talked about the last time we were on the air and and there'll be some history about that i'm i'm certain at camp ripley on the on the 12th of august here so uh colonel kurska one more time let's go through the details if people want to find out more about this event coming up on august 12th uh at camp ripley up near brainerd for those of you who haven't been there before uh go ahead I'm just going to rattle off uh, three places they can go. Uh, the, probably the quickest and easiest Facebook. Uh, type in 99th Infantry Battalion separate okay. on Facebook page, and you'll be able, you'll find the links and the information. If you want to come to the museum, if you want to come to dinner, if you just want to come to the dance, <laughs> that'll be on there. Uh, the other way is uh, is our website, 99battalion.org. Um, and then I have a phone number that uh, people that aren't, uh, on the computer, uh, can call 202-670-1088. I will post all of this information at uh, shotinthedark.info here as soon as I get a moment to uh, get off the air. What's the phone number one more time, Colonel? 202-670-1088. That's easy. Uh, Colonel Kriska, thank you so much for coming out to talk about uh, this uh, this event coming up on August 12th. I will post the links at shotinthedark.info in case anybody missed it. Uh, certainly by 3 o'clock I'll have those up, uh, up up online here as well as the phone number for those who are interested. If you are interested out there, I'd love to hear from you. And, uh, Colonel, thank you once again, and I will look forward to seeing you on August 12th up, in, uh, up at Camp Ripley. Looking forward to it, Mitch. Thanks for having me. Likewise. Thanks a lot. That's Colonel Eric Kersker from the 99th Infantry Association uh, talking about the what sounds like to me a fascinating. If you're a history geek 
and a Norwegiania geek like me. <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be a fascinating event, and I'm so, so very looking forward to it. Debating uh, whether I should get a hotel in Brainerd for the night or risk driving back after a whole day of that at uh, 11, 12 at night. Eh, we'll see what happens. I'm Scandinavian enough where it is actually a debate. Let's take a quick break. Uh, it's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right. Uh, we'll be right. We'll be right back. I'm Trina Webster. And I'm Dan Webster, founders of Z Quiet. Let me be honest, I snored. Yeah, he did. Crazy loud. I was forced to sleep on the couch most nights. Dan tried everything, including surgery to solve his snoring problem. Nothing worked. So we turned to experts and created a solution that's a total game changer, a mouthpiece called Z-Quiet. Not just any mouthpiece, one that gently opens the airway where the snoring happens. In fact, it's based on the same technology as treatments costing thousands of dollars. It allows natural jaw movement so you can talk, breathe normally, and best of all, sleep comfortably without making a sound. And what's really cool is that it couldn't be easier. Just pop it in before you go to sleep to kick snoring out of bed. So you can sleep quiet with Z-Quiet. Z-Quiet fits both men and women. Try it risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. Go to GetZQuiet.com or text SNORE to 91011. Go to GetZQuiet.com or text SNORE to 91011. Not available in all states. Hey, Carl, how is it you're always golfing? I thought you owned a business. <laughs> I own a recent Irby's robot franchise, Bob. The robots serve seven flavors of delicious frozen yogurt, and the franchisor secured the best locations for me. Sounds so easy. Yep, easiest employees you'll ever have. Where are you going? To learn more about a recent Irby's franchise opportunity. To learn more, go now to FroyoFranchising.com and use promo code 9393. That's FroyoFranchising.com, promo code 9393. We know what elected Donald Trump to the White House. He understood how to bring jobs back to America. And we will celebrate this effort on Tuesday, July 25th, when we broadcast live from the White House in our first ever Made in America tour, beginning with Hugh Hewitt in the morning, live from the White House, exclusively right here, AM 1280, The Patriot. The Made in America tour broadcast is brought to you by Like It Matters Radio, heard 9 a.m. daily on Wellness 1570, com. Does your family believe in the power of a private school education? Are you looking into sending your child to a private school next year? Hi, Alyssa here with The Patriot, and we want to help your family by covering half of your child's first year of private school with our half-off tuition program. This is a program we have had for five years now, helping many families get into the school of their dreams. This isn't financial aid. This is for everyone. Don't pay more than you need to for your child's first year of private school. For more information about the program, or if you would like to see a full list of partnering schools, visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. TwinCitiesTuitions.com is here to help you in your search for a new school with a great interactive map that will show you all of our partnering schools closest to you. And it even has frequently asked questions about the program, like why you should choose Christian education. Visit TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. The 
My name is Mitch Berg. My blog is shotinthedark.info. Playing nothing but Norwegian music for this next uh, <laughs> next uh, rest of this hour here. A half hour anyway. I thought about doing the next part of the show all in Norwegian. But I'm not that good at it yet. <laughs> I wish. I've been, I've been boning up on my Norwegian here. And when I say boning up, I mean learning it from scratch, because that's one thing my grandmother never taught me. My, my grandmother, of course, who uh, spoke Norwegian nothing but until she was eight. Uh, like a lot of people who grew up speaking uh, languages other than English, once they stopped, they stopped hard. They didn't want their kids uh, getting dragged back into the old world culture, and so they, they stuck with pure English for the rest of their lives. And I caught tiny little bits of Norwegian from my grandmother until she died in 1980. And it's a shame in some respects, it would have been nice to have learned some of that, especially since I do plan on going to Norway sometime in the next year or two. It would have also probably been a good thing, all things considered, because then I, once I learned the dialect that my grandmother's family spoke, I realized uh, no one in Norway would understand me if she had taught me. Uh, this is sort of like the rural Mississippi dialect of Norway. Anyway, 651-289-4488. Let's go to the phones. Minneapolis, Joe, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, good afternoon. I was calling, um, I was listening, you know, about the Minneapolis situation, and it seems the, the elephant in the room, and we're, we're kind of, and I'm not sure if you live in either St. Paul or Minneapolis, but uh, a few years ago they changed the voting system. You know, it's not one person, one vote that we've had for 200-plus years in this country. Um, based on that, you know, it's now it's a ranked choice. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you might as well be living in Moscow in 1965, but you're only going to get one ideology. You know, you got the DFL or somebody to the left of that, and it's almost like pulling a slot machine. Nobody knows who's going to win because the votes are, you know, your vote doesn't count for one person anymore. Well, it, just it counts it, for it, five people. Yeah, it and... The, and, and this show has gone on record opposing ranked choice voting for quite some time now. However, uh, whatever the voting system is, Republicans aren't going to go anywhere in Minneapolis. I mean, presidential. Wait a minute. You had you've had more conservative candidates, and and now they've got free reign to go where they want. And one of the hallmarks of the DFL has always been voter participation. Well, it's yeah. gone down in St. Paul and Minneapolis. So you think they'd be concerned about that? But most people don't even know how it works. No, they and, don't. And don't it's, live on it's 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 all takes place under the covers. It's extremely technocratic, and and nobody knows how. You're exactly right. Nobody knows how it works. I mean, I've had Democrats on this show who oppose uh, ranked choice voting because it is so untransparent. I mean, on the one hand, people love their transparency. On the other hand, ranked choice voting might as well be alchemy or witchcraft. Nobody has the faintest idea how it works. Exactly. Well, you have a candidate, and maybe you have one person in a you know in a city that you would choose to be mayor. Well, no longer does your vote count for one person. You have to rank five people. And if you don't rank five people and somebody doesn't get 51% of the first-round voting, which they don't ever do with five candidates, That's right. then it goes to a runoff. And if you don't have 
someone after your first choice, your ballot is thrown out. Right. You're no longer even part of the system. And as you work your way down and, and you and your second, third, fourth, fifth choice votes uh, go wind up going for people who, who aren't in the running anymore, they get thrown out as well. So you're, you're absolutely right. And, and, and by the way, in a normal, in a place with a functional two-party system, that would just be needless extra complication. The problem is here in Minneapolis... You have, even if every Republican in the city voted uh, for a Republican for all five choices, they'd still be a pebble in the pond. I mean, you know how many people voted Republican in a city of 400,000 people last year? Uh, how many people voted for uh, for Only for 10 percent of the people are voting, though. So well, look at you had Norm Coleman in St. Paul. Now you got Chris Coleman, governor for candidate. They changed the system there. He's. They went and got rid of the, all their emails every six months. They do an email dump. Of course they do. Of course they do. It's just, it's, it's, and sh- nobody says anything. St. Paul, well, I say something about it. Chicago, St. Paul is Chicago on the Mississippi. But voter turnout was pretty big in Minneapolis. And 170,000 people in Minneapolis voted for Hillary Clinton. Uh, roughly 20,000 voted for Donald Trump in Minneapolis within the city limits this last election. But year. off so, your elections, off your elections, what's the voter turnout number? 10, it 12%? It's, it's down in the 30s. Yeah, it's it's terrible. I wouldn't even say St. Paul. It's, it's lower. It's like 10 now. And and yet, the it, it, it's not quite that bad. For school board elections, well, it's in look, the 10s. Absolutely. I do. I'm involved in the, the politics. Look your election and see, off your election and see who, how many uh, percentage voted there, and I think you're going to be you're going to be, and it's gone down since they instituted this. What yeah, Joe, I've been involved in special elections, system. not just off year, but special elections in St. Paul. It's low. You're absolutely right. It's low. In fact, I was involved in a special election in 2012 in St. Paul, and we figured, given the voter turnout numbers that we saw, that we that we were seeing at the time, where the turnout was, we, we figured it was around 25 percent. Uh, if that, maybe less. And we figured if every person that had turned out to vote for at that time, Mitt Romney, were to turn out, excuse me, for John McCain had, or Tom Emmer, because earlier than the election, uh, if every single Republican that had voted for John McCain and Tom Emmer had turned out to vote in this special election and voted Republican, uh, we'd win. We'd absolutely win. And of course, the turnout among Republicans stinks even worse than it does for everyone else, because I'm pretty convinced Republicans in places like Minneapolis and St. Paul are convinced that their votes only matter when it's for president and governor. It's the only time they ever turn out. And in a sense, they're right. Stop voting. I stopped voting in local elections. And I just think the quality of the candidates we're getting, obviously, is going down and down, and they don't really know what they're doing. And this latest mayor, she'll she'll be in a six-figure nonprofit job. I think Ryback's now working on improving the schools after being mayor for how long? Now he's got a six-figure uh, appointment to a nonprofit board. Nonprofit consulting contract, absolutely. That's that's what they all do. And by the way, that's that's a big part of what the system is designed to do in places like Minneapolis and St. Paul is take these people and give them, who are part of the political system, the political class, and basically set them up to make sure that public money is transferred to places where to nonprofits and and the like where people like who've done their time in the in the trenches of the DFL system can earn a cushy living for the rest of their lives. Uh, RT Ryback is doing right doing it right now. Uh, Betsy Hodges will be doing it another year, believe you me. Uh Janae Harto will be doing the same. She'll be a consultant of some kind or another because 
major metro police chiefs are, are political figures as much as they are law enforcement officers. Uh, she'll be a consultant before too terribly long. Alondra Cano, for all of her countercultural yapping and all of her look at me, the third world feminist, bloody bloody blah. She has a lifetime sinecure, and when she leaves the city council, well, first of all, she's probably going to run for state senate or possibly mayor at some point here. Uh, whatever she does, for all of her, uh, all, all of her, uh, <laughs> all of her underclass yapping, she has a lifetime sinecure for her and probably her family as well. Uh, she's going to be set for the rest of her life, and she'll be set at taxpayer expense. That's what the system is designed to do. We talked about this a few weeks ago here. And ranked choice voting, here's the problem. When you talk about things like ranked choice voting, you, you there was an opportunity there for a while, and we thought about this in, in one Republican organization that I was involved with. We thought about this. When the, when the instituted ranked choice voting in St. Paul, we thought – how about every single person that's on this committee, all, I don't know, dozen or so, 20 of us, go out there and create our own party? And we name those parties after some <clears throat> best interest that uh, people in St. Paul have. Some of us would call ourselves the free, uh, the single-payer health care party. Someone would call themselves the free mar uh, legalized marijuana party. Some people would call us the vegan party. Every person would call himself a party that would reflect some best interest of some sector of the St. Paul ultra-liberal voting community and put ourselves on the ballot. Went back when it cost, what, 20 bucks to buy a position on the poll? I mean, the filing fee was cheap back then. And we figured if we had 20 of us going for these hot-button gimme issues, soaking up a lot of the less-informed Democrat votes, but I repeat myself— uh, it would at least give a well-motivated, moderately well-financed, extremely hard-working Republican a chance of breaking through. Well, they, they caught on to that, and they raised the filing fee to like 200 bucks, which is too rich for the blood of anyone to go out there and do it just as a lark. Uh, so they, they foreclosed that particular option. And that, by the way was the real chance that any Republican had is is gaming the system, not winning per se, not necessarily going out on the streets with a message that resonates with people, which watching what has happened in, in the last few years in Minneapolis and what will no doubt happen in coming years in Minneapolis as the city continues to spiral down the drain under the leadership of the next mayor, who will be either Ray Dane who wants to disarm the police, or Jacob Fry, who comes across as the moderate? <laughs> yeah. Watch the watch the watch the explosion here, folks. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, the Patriot, go nowhere. When you have sleep apnea, traveling can be a real drag because you have to drag your big, bulky home CPAP device with you everywhere you go. But not anymore. Now you can travel easily and sleep comfortably anywhere thanks to Transcend, the world's very first mini CPAP. And right now, you can try Transcend absolutely risk-free for 10 restful nights. So call now, 1-800-915-9272. Our smallest and most advanced portable design ever, Transcend is as small as a soda can and weighs less than a pound. 
You can even add a battery that's as tiny as a deck of cards. Transcend is so incredibly small and light, you can easily fit it in your briefcase or purse to use anywhere you go. It's FAA compliant, too, so you can even sleep comfortably while flying. Now you can enjoy the freedom to sleep comfortably anywhere. But don't delay. To receive your 10-night in-home trial, call minicpap.com now. 1-800-915-9272. Again, that's 1-800-915-9272. If you're over the age of 50 and considering buying an annuity in the next 60 days, I have some important news for you. Don't buy an annuity until you understand the pros and cons of annuities. A free book to help you maximize your retirement income from television host and three-time author Josh Melberg has been released. This book reveals little-known truths about annuity strategies in simple-to-understand terms. Grab a pen right now because we are about to offer you this free book that unlocks the five little-known secrets we believe baby boomers and seniors should know before. For buying an annuity, call 800-725-1616 now and you'll receive a free copy of Josh Milberg's book, Next Gen Annuity Strategies Revealed. As a bonus, we'll also send you a copy of The Number One Mistakes Retirees Are Making With Their Investments Today and a free DVD on how you can get up to 33% more income in retirement. Call 800-725-1616. That's 800-725-1616. Employees of J.D. Melberg Financial have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts, different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Experience your own Leadership Awakening and change the course of your business by attending a Leadership Awakening class in your area. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register. That's likeitmatters.net and click schedule to register today. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Real! AM1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. Join me, won't you please? My name is Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info. Hope you read me every weekday. That's where I do my real magic. Or at least how I occupy my time between 5 and 7 a.m. every morning. Producer looks at me and goes, 5 a.m.? Is that a time? Ooh, had not heard this version. We'll have to talk after the show here, Terminator N. <laughs> 651-289-4488, the number to call. By the way, when I talk about, about the DFL, now I, I got into a discussion about this this past week with one of my uh, DFLer friends. He doesn't want to call himself a DFLer. He likes to consider himself above the two-party system. But you poke him, he bleeds blue, okay? He's, 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 he's a Democrat. 
I wouldn't tell him that to his face. He's a nice guy, yada, yada, yada. But when push comes to shove, his rhetoric is straight out of the, the DFL playbook, and that's fine. doesn't matter. Uh, one of the tenets of modern liberalism is to never, ever, ever waste a crisis. comes straight from Rahm Emanuel, who, by the way, is the mayor of another city that's been voting for its best interests uh, for 80 years now hasn't had a Republican in office in generations and is falling apart, is going to be going bankrupt before too terribly long here, one way or the other. I mean, it's it's, it's in a death spiral financially here and it's going to require, well, federal bailout, just you watch, and it'll do its part in taking down the rest of the economy. But Chicago, again, another city that's been voting its best interests <laughs> for a long time and is full of of Brian Chablis, NPR listening, Volvo driving, Whole Foods shopping liberals who want to tell the folks of North Carolina and South Carolina and North Dakota and Montana what their best interests are. Uh, anyway, Rahm Emanuel coined the, the bromide, never waste a crisis. And that's what Democrats do. That's what they're there for. They're, they're, they're there to take and uh, find the crises that exist and find a way to turn them to their benefit, no matter how ghastly, no matter how ghoulish. I'll tell you, this, this particular, and if you're among my Democrat friends, you're saying, wow, it's, isn't that a little unfair? No, no, this is on these people, and it should be. And if you have uh, a living soul anywhere in your being, you should agree. There's a, we're talking about the Rushik shooting this past week. Mohammed Noor shot a... Uh, Allegedly shot. I, that's what you do. You say allegedly until there's been a determination of guilt. Uh, shot uh, a woman, an unarmed woman in her pajamas, a 40-year-old woman who teaches yoga and is into the whole new age thing and, and probably would, I suspect, she probably gives all the signs of being a vegan who wouldn't even hurt an animal for the purposes of food. Anyway, matters not. Uh, Ms. Rushik was uh, shot by uh, Mohammed Noor. Now, a state legislature, Senator Steve Swadzinski, uh, senator from uh, Eden Prairie, who, quote, replaced, end quote, Dave Han in the Minnesota State Senate. Uh, he's a teacher's union foot soldier. He's basically a, a functionary in the DFL system uh, who, with the help of a ton of of uh, gun grabber money, victim disarmament money, uh, beat uh, Senator Dave Han in Eden Prairie last fall, uh, follows that piece of advice, follows that bromide to a fault. Uh, the woman's body was barely cold when he comes out and says, and I quote, <clears throat> two immigrants came to the United States searching for the American dream. Yeah, woman from Australia, guy from Somalia. One came to heal, the other to protect. Now, due to the fear and violence surrounding firearms, both have realized the American nightmare. You see what Swadzinski did there? He did what a bunch of Michael Bloomberg's droogs have been doing. And, and make no mistake about it, Senator Swadzinski is bought and paid for by Michael Bloomberg because of, of the million, over a million dollars that Michael Bloomberg spent in the 2016 campaign 
He played a role in precisely two victories. Aaron May Quaid in a easy and it couldn't lose for the DFL seat in I think Apple Valley or some godforsaken suburb and and Swodzinski in Eden Prairie which has been plagued with DFLers fleeing Minneapolis but bringing their city destroying politics with them Swodzinski won and won fairly big over Han unfortunately because Han was one of the best senators we had no question about it and he did it in part with with help at least money from Michael Bloomberg from Moms Demand Action, from every town, from the entire victim disarmament uh, clique. And what he's doing here is exactly what he's paid for, taking a crisis, a tragedy, and twisting it to try and serve the DFL's agenda, the Metro DFL's agenda, trying to turn something that has nothing to do with civilian gun ownership and hang it on you and I, the law-abiding gun owner. Because remember, when we, you and I, the Second Amendment supporters in this state, defend the, the right, in some ways the obligation of the law-abiding citizen to keep and bear arms, what is it that liberals say or used to say out loud? They've been kind of dialing back on that lately. That's what law enforcement's supposed to do. Law enforcement is the one that they trust with guns. I've had it said to me in as many words by DFLers, Metro DFLers all. Only the police should have guns. And by the way, if there's a part of Minnesota that that satisfies that particular superstition, it's going to be Linden Hills. Linden Hills is the kind of place that I in my own charming way, satirize the bejeebers out of. When I talk about Minnesota, upper-middle-class, Volvo-driving, free-range alpaca-wearing, Whole Foods shopping, NPR-listening, master's degree in social work and policy, uh, poli-sci from McAllister and St. Olaf having smug, upper-middle-class liberals. With all due respect to those of you who live, some of, the, some of my best friends do, in fact, live in Linden Hills. But the stereotype does live there as well, and it's valid. You can go down. I mean, this is a neighborhood that I'm going to suspect voted even more for Hillary Clinton than most of the rest of the city did. This is, this is a place where Garrison Keeler, I'm going to suspect, has higher name recognition than than Paul Ryan. <laughs> I mean, yes, I'm indulging in stereotypes. Stereotypes exist for a reason. They're true often enough for people to think about them. They're mnemonics that we latch our latch our fingers into. And as a result, I'm going to suspect, I'm going to guess, I'm going to state on faith that the number of people in Linden Hills, this, I'm going to state without much fear of contradiction, farther left than left enclave. And by left, I don't mean the union lefties like the DFLers up in the Iron Range who, who remember their union roots as they go to work in the mines that no longer exist. No, I'm talking about the people who've been putting the mines out of business. 
the smug, upper-middle-class, MPR-listening, Whole Foods shopping, yada, 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 upper-middle-class, entitled, urban-liberal-privilege-sotted drones that are the foot soldiers of the DFL in the city. And more than just the foot soldiers, they're, they're financial support. These are not the people, as a general rule, I'm in a state without a lot of rational fear of contradiction. These are not people who are going out and getting their carry permits. These are not people who keep Grandpa's 45 tucked in a sock drawer. A sock drawer. These are not the people who are furtively running out to frontiersmen and dipping their toe into buying a Glock for self-defense. No! These are the people who up until a week and a half ago were saying, well... I think it's, I don't think people have any real, what what are you, paranoid? What are you, paranoid? Do you need to have a gun? I, I think the police are just fine. That's who these people are. I, I went to a League of Women Voters event in, I think it was Bloomington, last year. And these were the people who showed up. The people with their ELCA hair and their, and their, and their, and their, and their, and their self-righteousness radiating off them like halitosis. And these are the people, the politically active people, the DFL stalwarts of places like Linden Hills and Kenwood and Crocus Hills and and West Bloomington. And these are not your friendly neighborhood NRA members. These are not people who contribute to the GOKRA, the Minnesota Gun Owners Caucus. These are the people who put their full faith and give full credit to the Minneapolis Police Department until one of them gets shot. One of them came up on the wrong side of, let's speculate here, poor training and panic. And suddenly it's an issue for the city of Minneapolis. 651 Two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. There was one other bit of offshoot. Let me pick a better uh, uh, term. There was one other bit of fallout from this episode last week that I want to uh, rip on. Of course, this is the other side that I want to talk to here this time. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Hi, folks. Mitch Berg here. Spring and summer are finally here, and after the winter we just had, now's the time to call Thompson Building and Remodeling to inspect the roof and gutters on your home. Snow and ice dams have damaged thousands of roofs and gutters. Thompson Building and Remodeling is a certified master shingler, so your home will receive only the best roofing and leafless gutter systems installed properly. Protect your biggest investment. Call 651-487-5318 today. That's 651-487-5318. Or find them on the web at thompsonpros.com. Want to save half off premium office space with a view in downtown Minneapolis for the next six months? AM 1280 The Patriot and 1600 Executive Suites is teaming up to offer you this fully furnished private office in a secured Class A building, and it's got a beautiful view of downtown Minneapolis. And your customers are going to love coming to this office. Your professional receptionist will greet your clients 
You'll have personalized telephone answering with your company name, high-speed internet access, mail handling, the use of conference rooms and a kitchen, and much, much more. This 150-square-foot premium office space with a view leases for nearly $1,500 a month. But you can secure it for half that price, just $735 a month for a six-month contract through this special offer with AM1280 The Patriot. Call us today, 651-405-8800, 651-405-8800, one office available only. Message and data rates may apply. Dear Southern New Hampshire University, thank you for making my mommy so happy. Because of SNHU, Daddy does his homework with me. Mommy and me are going to school. We both learn a lot. Now you can get that degree you've always wanted without sacrificing precious family time. Introduce yourself to Southern New Hampshire University, our high-quality online programs are designed for people like you busy adult learners who want to improve their careers on their own terms get degree information and see how to apply online by texting cam33 to 554433 our personalized online approach provides all the individual flexibility support and encouragement needed every step of the way and because we're nonprofit, our tuition is amongst the lowest in the country thanks snhu great job mommy Take the first step. Get degree information and see how to apply online by texting CAM33 to 554433. Southern New Hampshire University. See yourself succeed. Text CAN33 to 554433. Is your water softener slacking off? Are you lugging more bags of salt yet your water just doesn't feel soft? Call Benjamin Franklin Plumbing now for a water softener efficiency checkup for just $33. Benjamin Franklin will give you peace of mind to make sure it's performing correctly. If it's beyond repair, you'll save $150 off Benjamin Franklin's installation of a new water softener. Call Benjamin Franklin today, the punctual plumber and your water softener expert. Northern Alliance Radio Network. AM 1280, The Patriot. My name Mitch Berg. Don't forget Brad Carlson. Kill it tomorrow, two to three. He may be off on assignment tomorrow. I believe he is. What surprises await from two to three tomorrow? I don't know, but I'll be tuned in. So should you. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. The number to call. By the way, I'll be off on assignment next Saturday. What's going to be uh, filling this time slot then for one week only? We don't know, but it's going to be fun. I guarantee it. Okay, so the shooting happened this past week, and the fact that the officer involved was a Somali-American officer uh, drew a certain amount of uh, attention, scrutiny from an awful lot of people. It's understandably so. There's a lot of tension regarding uh, Somalis in particular and Muslims in general in this country. There's a, we've talked about this in the broadcast before. There's, a, there's an awful lot of, for lack of a better term, xenophobia uh, concerning Muslims. And here's the problem I'm having with it. Well, we'll go to the big problem in just a moment here because just the, the first things that I heard regarding this case, the, 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 the shooting, the, the newer shooting this past week, uh, were just so absurd. Not long after the, the news of the shooting came out, 
I started seeing, and I regret this, uh, I started seeing from Republicans, at least some Republicans, uh, the accusations that the shooting was motivated by Islam, that Mohammed Noor was a terrorist. He was acting uh, as, a, as a Muslim terrorist, as a, as a sleeper, by shooting a woman who was appearing in public in her pajamas, which, of course, would be a violation of Sharia law. And, and we were told that this was, of course, an application of Sharia law, honor killing a woman who came outside in her pajamas to report a crime. <sighs> now, leave aside the fact that if Mohammed Noor had been a, a terrorist, a genuine terrorist, he wouldn't have stopped with Justine Demond. Now, he'd have shot his partner and shot at all of the other bystanders who were out in that alley that night and shot the first couple of cops that showed up until he went down in a hail of gunfire screaming Allahu Akbar. See, that's what terrorists do. They, they inflict terror on the population and and go uh, go down waving their faith or at least their version of their faith proudly like a flag as they go down in a hail of gunfire what uh, and i know never say never but i don't recall having seen a single example of a muslim terrorist killing one precisely one exactly one person waiting for their supervisor to show up on the scene, turning over their sidearm, and proceeding with the local jurisdiction's officer-involved shooting procedures exactly according to the law, lawyering up and pleading the Fifth Amendment. I don't know about you. If you can find an example of such a terrorist episode, oh, I don't know, ever, let me know. Because I've been following terrorism. I think I was first aware of terrorism during the 1972 Olympics. And yes, I was a little kid. What, nine years old? And, and I was watching, and I watched the whole Munich episode unfold. And, and none of the terrorists fired one, killed one person, turned themselves over to the police, and followed the law exactly and precisely. And the the idea that, that Mohammed Noor committed this as an act of terrorism is absurd. The idea that he did it as a way of enforcing Sharia law is also just a tad absurd as well. The idea that he spent a short career, but at least started a career, enforcing America's civil law, and apparently doing it not with great distinction, apparently with some blemishes on his record, to say the least, regarding his uh, conduct. Uh, there was a, He had a number of complaints in his time on the service. He was uh, apparently, according to the record that has been made public so far, not the most exemplary officer in the Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis Police Department. I say that without intending to prejudice anyone here. But apparently he spent such a career as he had, what, three years, I think, enforcing not Sharia law, but our civil law, our criminal law, 
no better than most Minneapolis cops and worse than quite a few of them, but it was the same law. And I have to think, now call me a dreamer if you want, but I think if I were a cop, a cultural and social and ethnic uh, Muslim, or ethnic Somali who happened to be of the Muslim faith, and I wanted to enforce Sharia law on the population, I could find a more productive way to do it than to shoot one of the more sympathetic possible characters in a city like Minneapolis, an Australian 40-year-old cute new ager to death in the interest of Sharia after, by the way, three years of many opportunities to do the same. I mean, you think a Minneapolis cop doesn't have countless opportunities to enforce Sharia law in countless other settings? On what planet? In what alternate universe is there a Minneapolis where someone, no matter what their motivation, decides to change the law of the land on the fly in this manner? It beggars logic. I said I've said that a number of times over the past week, and and some of my more xenophobic social media context has said, "Well, that just shows you're a Western liberal." No, it shows it shows that I have a brain in my head. I was also criticized for saying, "Well, you just don't care if we're infiltrated by Muslims." No, I firmly believe, and and I think the evidence is there that ninety percent of the world's Muslims uh, are believe in a religion that's foreign to most of us, but really, at the end of the day, aren't that much different from us in that their priorities are to feed their families and have a life that stinks less than the one that they were born into. And yes, there is a large part of the Muslim world that is a problem, the Wahhabi death cult, uh, some of the similar uh, cults on the side of the, of the Shiites, Hamas, Hezbollah, and the like. Those are mostly political, not so much religious, but they are tied to religion. And, and but you look at vast swaths of this of the Muslim world: Indonesia, India, uh, Albania, Bosnia, Senegal. They get along with with the rest of us just fine. And it's not just deception. Eh, whatever. We'll talk about this next week. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM twelve eighty, The Patriot. God bless you all. God bless America. When smart businesses need to grow their team, they do it on the site proven to deliver, Indeed.com. According to an independent study, Indeed delivers five times more hires than any other job site, more hires than the rest combined. And right now we're giving new users a $50 credit to post a sponsored job, boosting your listing in relevant search results. Claim your $50 credit at Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. And it's about to get worse. The IRS just hired an army of new tax enforcers. So, if you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. Optima has access to a special IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands, even tens of thousands. One call starts the process to stop the 
demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop that army of new enforcers from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a half billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. Call now for your free consultation. Call 800-711-5743. 800-711-5743. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Mr. Scott Black from Like It Matters Radio has developed a life-changing experience called Leadership Awakening. Past attenders, when asked about Leadership Awakening, just smile, shake their head, and say, I can't explain it, but it changed my life. Mr. Black has released two half-off vouchers for his next Leadership Awakening in Minnesota, August 10th through the 12th. Leadership Awakening is regularly $2,000, but right now, you can get it for just $1,000, half price. Go to am1280thepatriot.com and click on Deals. Leadership Awakening doesn't take applicants, only commitment. A senior systems analyst is wanted by Carlson Wagonlet Travel in Minnetonka, Minnesota, responsible for software development lifecycle, SDLC, accelerating implementation methodology, AIM, including requirement analysis, object-oriented analysis, and operational procedures. Production support for enterprise resource planning ERP applications using Java, SQL, PLSQL, Oracle eBusiness Suite, R11i, Discoverer, XML Publisher, BI Publisher, SQL Loader, Unix, Subversion SVN, MarkView, Approval Management Engine, AME rules. Requirements include a master's degree or foreign equivalent in computer science or related field. Minimum of five years of experience in systems analysis. Experience with ERP and associated technologies. In-depth technical knowledge in design, development, and support of ERP applications. Skills required. Oracle applications 11.5.10.2, Oracle 11G, Forms 6i, Reports 6i, XML BI Publisher, Workflow Builder, Discoverer, Reports 11G, Putty, PLSQL, SQL, CVS, BSS, SQL Loader, and Unix. Mail resumes to Jennifer Green, Director HR, Carlson Wagonlet Travel, 701 Carlson Parkway, Minnetonka, Minnesota, 55305. From the Nepsis Capital Management Studio. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.